Hello and welcome to the Future Tribe podcast. Each week we'll be talking about getting things done. We'll talk to people who've built up their businesses, pulled off amazing projects and cover everything from psychology and strategy to the tips and tricks that will help make your dream a reality. We're the podcast that's all about empowering the optimists and the go-getters. I'm your host, Jermaine Muller. You're listening to the Future Tribe podcast and this episode is just getting started. Yeah, so I was going to say, I mean, you, you so sort of taking it back to the points is first of all, plan what you're going to do, um, yes. no matter what it is. And I think mm-hmm. lighting and audio both are important, but mm-hmm. um, it's a very good tip to try and get the audio as close to your mouth as possible. I think that's a yes. big trick there um, because you can get away with an iPhone video um, you know, if you're facing, say, a window and there's natural light flooding in, yeah. but that mm-hmm. distance is going to be the real catch. Yeah, there um, you go, yeah. So if you can get audio <laughs> somehow closer to you, I, mm-hmm. I would assume that like a like a headset microphone is probably still going to be better than um, onboard audio on an iPhone from a distance. Correct, yes. Um, yes so that's another tip there. Um, and you can purchase tripods for fairly fairly cheap nowadays Mm -hmm. um especially the mobile phone ones so um along with planning i think most people can come up with especially if you're doing video for say youtube or a video for your website where you're not you don't need 4k you you, because it it gets compressed anyway and it needs to be a smaller file size versus a larger file size um and if you're talking about i mean the podcast for example I'm using an old webcam because ultimately as long as they get a general idea of how we look and yep. our expressions and our sort of how we emote and how we move our hands, mm-hmm. they don't need the finer detail. They don't need to see, you know, the pimple on my cheek or yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's sort of besides the point. And I think a lot of people hold themselves back by saying, I don't have the money. I can't invest. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then even talking back to software, I would say, um there's free software nowadays yeah Um, there's very cheap software Mm -hmm. um and it's very Mm -hmm. easy to use i mean you mentioned the youtube videos there's a lot of information a lot of tips that you can get just from a youtube video definitely i've picked up a lot of stuff from just random youtube videos I learned a lot from going to the film school but the way that i look at it you could really find a lot of the same stuff in youtube videos more so now than 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 back then yes and and that's not that far back then but but um, it's just improved so much in terms of the content that you have access to Mm -hmm. it's a different Mm -hmm. world nowadays i would say um even compared to five years ago um Mm -hmm. i mean what was it 10 years ago that the first iphone came out and if you think back the, the changes that have happened over the last 10 years, yeah. um, not just in the iPhone realm, but things like Google Maps, um, mm-hmm. things like, you know, even the cars and self-driven cars and the cameras that you can get on phones. Um, yeah. It's quite a different world now. And um, agree or disagree with me, I, I'd be interested to hear, but, you know, there's there's very few reasons nowadays why someone can't make a good video. They, have ev- they should theoretically have everything around yes. them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially if, yeah. yeah, easily. Yeah, I agree with that. 100%. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're listening to a podcast, I would say you've got the tools. You're probably listening to the podcast on this, on the very same tool that you can use to get away yeah. with <laughs> making a video for yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. 100%. Um, any other sort of mistakes that you made that come to mind? Um, not necessarily even video, uh, video related or film school related, but just, just any sort of good tips that you've sort of learned over the years. I, I would still have to, it falls under the category of planning it out, knowing mm-hmm. what you want to, knowing what you want to do before you get into it, because it just makes it more smooth. And it makes, if you're going to be working with a few other people, it makes it more of a, of a um, easier day, more, um, they, everyone feels confident that you know what you're doing. I think that's the best way. Especially where sh- scheduling and time is a factor. Because yes. mm-hmm. then you yes. go into it sort of knowing what you want to get versus sort of trying to think on the fly. And yes. um, I mean, yeah. I do a bit of photography as well. And I find the same thing, having a mood mm-hmm. board, being able to say, this is not the exact thing that we want. This is not mm-hmm. the exact uh, say photo that we want, but mm-hmm. this is a good idea of what we're after. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and being able to show someone and being able to communicate those things very yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, is, definitely. is key because time and time's always the big, big factor Whether you're paying yes. someone or their time is free. Um, mm-hmm. it's still a finite resource. It's not yes. unlimited. Um, so, I mean, go back to, to what, so what you're doing. Um, what are you hoping to sort of do moving forward? What's, what's sort of the next step now? So you've, are you slowly, gradually moving um, to doing film full-time or what's, what's yes. your plan? Um, since, I, since I would consider, I'm considered what you call an independent, so I wear many different hats. The hat that I'm wearing now is more of the the PR, like the public relations and the marketing type of hat. So mm. what I find that I do mostly every day now is really just um, reaching out to different media outlets, um, journalists, um, uh, bloggers, anyone that, that you know, might have um, a need for content where we talk about my film or if we're not talking about my film, just talking about the process of making the film. Mm-hmm. Um, so mostly I'm just trying to distribute this documentary right now. Like we were saying earlier, it's on Amazon. Um, but there are a lot of other outlets that could uh, possibly um, need this type of content because of the subject matter that it deals with. Mm-hmm. So most of my time is just spent um doing PR and marketing. That's what I would say. So do you, do you have a timeline on that? Do you sort of say, you know, at this date, I stopped doing that and say, focus on my next documentary or, or Mm -hmm. do you have that sort of structure in place? How do you Um, get lost in, you know, doing PR for eternity? Forever. Yeah. (laughs) And I haven't really nailed down how long that's going to be, but definitely I know there is an end point. You know, and, and, and it's not five years. It's not three years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's probably close to a year. And I've, I've only just begun um, the, the PR and marketing uh, things that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. And the film was just uh, made available on Amazon in the last four weeks. So it's only been mm-hmm. there for four weeks. Mm-hmm. So, um, but very, a lot of stuff that I've... Then. Yeah, yeah. So it's still early, and a lot of different um, 
Facebook groups and just people I talk to always say, you don't want to pull the plug too early. So mm-hmm. in other words, you know, I want to give it enough time for it to reach the maximum amount of people. And then the maximum, you know, it could be, it could be a local TV station that could play it. It could be a cable television station that could play it. Yes. So I, I still want to give it some time. So like I said, definitely close to a year, but no more than I, I wouldn't say I, I would be still doing the marketing. Yeah. For, yeah. 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 So. Because I've, I find it's, again, it's one of those things where um, you can sometimes get lost in, in almost the, almost this egotistical sort of, yes. I have this amazing thing and it deserves <laughs> to be seen. Sometimes it's got a sort of yeah. a year's a long enough period of time that you can, you know, go through most of the avenues. And if, if you haven't sort of found enough by then it, I would mm-hmm. argue that it's then time to move, not, not, not move on from a whole career perspective. That's for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not what I'm trying to say. Don't give up so easy. Yeah. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, I guess, move on to the next project. And, and sometimes, I mean, in the creative field, it's more about the body of work than necessarily yeah. just the one, one thing of the, the mm-hmm. one task. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's sort of that, I always think of musicians as when I think of creatives, because, um, that it seems so easy to, to pull, mm-hmm. pump out a three minute, four minute, you yeah. know, audio clip essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And people do it for, you know, five, 10 years before they get their first massive hit and then they never get a hit again. It's, it's this, yeah. and, 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 you know, one could argue it's luck. One could argue um, it's, you know, just perseverance, but ultimately mm-hmm. I think it's important to realize that, um, it just requires a lot of work and it requires a lot of consistency and it requires this body of, of work. Mm -hmm. Is that sort of fair to say, do you think? Yeah, definitely. And I think which most people end up saying is it's a lot of work, but if you enjoy it, then it doesn't really feel like work. It's still work, but Mm. you don't really get that, that, that daily grind feeling. Like when I, when I look back, if I had to do this all over again, it looks like a lot of work. But at the time, I didn't, didn't feel I didn't, I didn't, yeah, it didn't feel like work at all. But when I look back at the journey, yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, was a, yeah. it was, but and, you weren't waking up every day thinking that you've got a lot of work ahead of you no, in a negative no. sense. It wasn't demoralizing. No, not at all. Um, yeah, no, not at all. A different, different thing. Um, mm-hmm. Fantastic. I mean, where can, before we get into the top 12, where can people find out more about you? Um, the best place to go would be Facebook. Um, and you could go to where this film is. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's Facebook. I learned it from you. So it's facebook.com slash then I learned it from you. And that's where a lot of the updates are. Um, and the website, I learned it from you.com. will have a lot of the information there too. And And we'll include all those links in the description uh, (laughs) for the podcast as well. Um, did you get the top 12? Did you, did you see the questions in advance? Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 it was kind of funny because some of them I didn't have three and that's only because like, I'm just in the midst of just marketing person, you know? So I'm just thinking, so I, I do try to take a break where I, where I look at something different and, Mm -hmm. you know, try to relax. So, um, some of them I only might have one. Because That's fine. Just, That's fine. Just, the whole goal here is to try and get 
um, resources, things, individuals that that people listening to the podcast can then go and look for themselves. Right. You know. Right. Um, get get an idea of tools, things like that. So, I mean, we'll hit the ground running. The first is the top three books or podcasts that you recommend. So, have you read any books, any good books that you sort of you would draw upon or, or listen to podcasts? Uh, the one that really caught me off guard because I stumbled upon it by accident. Most of the time it was just books that I would read. Mm-hmm. Um, but a very good podcast is it's called uh, Indie Film Hustle, Indie Film Hustle. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the gentleman that, that does those podcasts. He's been doing it for a long time. So he has a wide range of, of, of podcasts and the, the film industry is very big, so you could you could focus that you just want to be a writer, like a mm-hmm. screenwriter writing movies, or you could, you might want to be the camera person, or you might be want want to be the actor, or you might want to be the distributor. So when you go to their uh, to their podcast website where they have a list of all of their films, and it's probably better to go to YouTube because you can do a search on the different the different podcast. Mm-hmm you can find stuff that really just focuses you on what you want to know and not because, because there's some things that people don't want to know. You know, yeah. some people don't want to know anything about distributing mm-hmm. and they just want to know about how to write a better film. And he gets some very good um, guests on there that are very knowledgeable. And I've picked up a lot of things from, from those, from, from those podcasts. Awesome. And any, anything else, any other books or podcasts that you'd that come to mind? I would say that's the best because some of the books are a little bit dated now. Mm -hmm. So if it's a book about cameras, well, everyone's kind of switching to more digital. So those camera books are, yeah, yeah, it's different now. So that's why I say those podcasts, he's, he, he, he releases a lot of Mm -hmm. podcasts. So So there's a lot of content. Yeah. He's he's pretty much on the cutting edge of what's, what's changing. Fantastic. Yeah, so that would be the number one number place. One. Awesome. Yeah. Top three software or tools that you can't live without? Um, definitely you need an editing program if you're going to be doing any kind of film or video. Mm-hmm. And what would you recommend? I, what do you use? I, I use Apple's uh, Final Cut, Final okay. Cut 10. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, awesome. And there are probably ones that are a little bit easier, but I find that if you really need to do something a little bit more sophisticated or technical, you could just go on YouTube, find a video and it, you know, it, it, it will explain it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So I do. Uh, Final cut is really big. For Final me. cut. Very, very yeah, awesome. Final anything cut. else you use any, any sort of anything used to keep, uh, you know, project management, time tracking, anything like that. Um, no, because the two films that I did, it was just such a small crew. It was mm-hmm. just very, very easy to keep track of. Um, and I didn't have to manage uh, groups of people. So it was just, it was just easier. Um, yeah. Let me think. Uh, no, I mean, the whole idea here is if you use it every day, it'll come to your mind. So yeah, Final Cut was really three. just, yeah, definitely. Number one definitely. thing. Also, yeah. um, top three mantras you try and live by. Um, I would say there's one because I'm the marketing PR type person now. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just one that I've made up for for myself. I don't think I've ever seen it anywhere, Mm -hmm. but I've always learned. It's like I always say to myself, um, 
keep going until I reach 300. And what I mean by that is Mm -hmm. I've noticed that if I'm reaching out to people and trying to get a response, if I reach out to 20 people, I might not hear anything. If I Mm -hmm. reach out to 50 people, I might not hear anything. Mm -hmm. But in my experience, when I finally get to 300, (laughs) I'll get get a flood of response. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, and it's you can really get discouraged when you don't hear anything back or you don't really, you know, no one says anything, but I've noticed that if I keep that in my head, 300 contacts, I always get some kind of response. And when, when I hit 300, it's six responses, 10 Mm. responses or something like that. So that's what keeps me going. Yeah. I mean, and that speaks to sort of perseverance again, I think, Mm -hmm. especially nowadays where we get used to just having everything and being given everything, everything's instant um it's easy to sort of go i i reach out to 50 people because in your head yeah. 50 sounds like a big number but yeah. you know in reality those 50 people probably have 50 people getting in touch with them yeah. um around the same time and mm-hmm. i don't know about you but if i get 50 emails in one day that's going to take <laughs> me a week to get through i'm not going to get yeah. through to everyone in in mm-hmm. the day um so yeah i think that speaks really highly of your sort of drive and the motivation to realize mm-hmm. that 300 is a big number, but you can't sort of stop without, un- unless you get to 300, because at 300, I think you've reached a good volume that you can say, yeah. okay, no one does care. But what yeah. you find yeah. and what you found <laughs> out is, you know, by the time you get to 300, you get enough responses that, because people do care, um, yeah. you need to leave, leave it with them. You need to leave that time and you need to find new people. Um, mm-hmm. so it sort of speaks to networking as well. You've got to go reach out to this 300 mm-hmm. people versus just, um, drawing the line at 20 or 30, yeah. because that just seems yeah. like a huge number. Um, the last one, uh, anyone you follow top three people that you follow, um, whether it's on social media or anyone who you sort of look up to and admire from, from a business point of view or an ethical point of view, um, anyone that, you know, uh, the podcast listeners, um, should follow and should check out? Um, it would be, I, I, I always refer to like older books that I had from 10 years ago. Mm. And it's, it's this author, his name is uh, Robert Ringer, Robert Ringer, R-I-N-G-E-R. And I don't think he's done any new books. I think they've updated some of his stuff so that if you go online, uh, maybe he has a website or something like that. But I have, mm. uh, I think, three of his books. And anytime I'm, I'm, I'm just... Uh, either not motivated or something like that. I just pull out one of his books and it's just, just the way that he explains like that perseverance. Um, mm. So it's around uh, personal development, personal growth, would you say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like self-improvement, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mindset. Uh, one of his of things. mindset and, and one of the books is called a uh, million dollar habits. So it's mm-hmm. not necessarily related to money, but just like things that, you know, you just do in your life that allows you to be more successful. So I would, mm-hmm. that would be one thing that I really go back to quite, quite frequently, you know, okay. that, that would be something that I would go back to quite frequently. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, that wraps up the, the, the top 12. Um, Kevin Douglas, right. Thanks for yes. hopping on uh, the podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. We'll- Thank you, Jermaine. I, I really enjoyed it. Definitely enjoyed the process and meeting you and learning about you, your 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 hometown. And well, actually, it's now your hometown in, <laughs> yeah. in Australia. Yeah, very yeah. nice, very nice. Awesome. Thanks for that.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Future Drive podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. It goes a long way to helping us. If you have any thoughts, questions, or comments, email us at hello at f-u-t-u-r-e-t-r-i dot b-e. If you haven't already, become a part of the tribe on Facebook. Go to f-u-t-u-r-e-t-r-i dot b-e slash f-b and invite your friends. We're just getting started and we would love to see you there. That's it from us. I hope this episode has empowered you to keep working on bettering your future. It's a pleasure to have you as part of the tribe. See you next time.